Welcome back to another episode of Love It There. Kelsey, how was your weekend? It was good. I can't complain. It was probably not as good as yours. You had a big birthday celebration. Do you, should you like do a little run through? Give Let the people know how your birthday party was? You know I can't turn down an opportunity to talk about my birthday, so I would love I mean, to talk about it. When you like briefly gave me a rundown, I literally was like, your life could be a movie. So I feel like it de deserves a little bit more credit. I need to get more details because I actually didn't even get to hear everything. So Okay, so um, for context, I turned 22 this past Saturday. Leading up to it, I was honestly a little, not like sad, but I was just like, wow, like I can't believe I'm not going to be 21 anymore. Like 21 is just such a good year. And everybody always says like, oh, like after you turn 21, like your birthdays don't matter. Your birthdays aren't fun. Like it just goes <laughs> downhill from there. Like that's what everybody always says. So I was like, oh my gosh, like have I peaked? Like I don't know. I was just having, like, having a little a, bit of a crisis. A midlife crisis at 21. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like a little like feeling a little weird. I don't know. And then Saturday came and it was great. I got my free Starbucks birthday drink. It was great. I was feeling energized, ready to go, ready to take on the day. You know how it is. Yes. Um, basically, it didn't do anything. Until, well, I had to run a bunch of errands for party prep. Right. Hostess with the mostest, Hallie always. Oh, if I'm going to throw a party, it's going to be like talked about for weeks. Like it needs to be good. So I was like getting all prepared, getting ready to go. I wanted to make sure I had everything ready because also I am such a procrastinator. I'm like so bad at like putting things off to the last minute. And then I always end up like so stressed and like frantic at trying to yeah. throw everything together. So I was you like, do that to yourself. I, I do it to myself. Like it's a me problem. But I told myself going into the day, I was like, I'm going to be so on top of things. I want to give myself plenty of time to do, get everything ready so that way I'm not stressed because I was like, I don't want to be stressed on my birthday, whatever. Of, I was still stressed. Like I had like eight hours to get everything done and I still like didn't get it all done until like the very last minute. And then after I ran all my errands, I went to dinner with my boyfriend. So that was really fun. So we got all dressed up and... So we went to dinner and we're walking back from dinner because we need to get changed into our party attire because we're in our dinner attire. Right. Party attire is not fancy restaurant appropriate. No, no, no. No, it is not. <laughs> we're on our little walk back home. And I don't even remember what I was talking about with my boyfriend, but we were talking about like our friends, some of our like friends relationships and like giving updates on like what was going on. And he was like, yeah, but I like told my friend, like, never let your girlfriend stop you from meeting your wife. <gasps> and I was like, where did you hear that? He does listen to the podcast. <laughs> no, he listened he to the didn't. Nashville episode. He didn't. He, he was like, he was like, no, like, I've just like always said that, like that. I just like say that as a joke. Like, that's like, I've like given that piece of advice to my friend. Was he before. your Uber driver in Nashville? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. And I like. <laughs> seriously he told me this and I we were like walking and I stopped him I was like where did you get that information and oh, he was like oh my what do you mean I was just like that's like a quote like I've just heard it 
And I was like, so then I like told him the story. I was like, oh my God, like I was just talking about this in our podcast, but I like never heard it from the male point of view. I've only heard it That's from like, hilarious. never let your boyfriend stop you from meeting your husband. And he's like, never let your girlfriend stop you from meeting your wife. <laughs> that is too, for our listeners, if anybody didn't listen to the Nashville episode, Hallie, her Nashville Uber driver, they had this big long chat about some relationship issues and this was the Nashville Uber driver's advice for the girls was don't let your boyfriend get in the way of meeting your husband or whatever. Yeah. And so that's just so ironic that your boyfriend said that too. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I was just like so in shock. But yeah. So then we changed and it was time for champagne and shackles. We were ready to go. Which such a 10 out of 10 party theme. If you've never done that, like if you're hosting a party make it champagne and shackles could not recommend enough it was the best explain the concept i don't i had never heard of this before really okay yeah i'd never heard of it. so champagne and shackles is where you have a partner and you're like shackled to them we use zip ties we just like zip tied our wrists together and then between you and your partner you have to finish an entire bottle of champagne before you can be unshackled (laughs) and so it's really funny just because like you're trying to like like obviously it's a house party so you have a lot of people in a really tight space and you're trying to like introduce people to each other but you like can't shake hands so it's like awkward and funny and you like can't really move around easily <laughs> because raise your hands connected. together yeah hi. so you're like hi it's nice to meet you but it's like attached to another hand <laughs> <laughs> and then also like drinking games become fun because one person has to use their left hand but yeah it was so fun so lots of good picks lots of good mems party was such a success and then we went to Kilroy Sports after because if you know me you know I love the jungle which is like the upstairs club dance floor part of the bar so it was so funny though because there was like a holiday party at like the other bar Kilroy's and so nobody was at sports and so holiday parties at Kilroy's it was like an ugly sweater party or something uh, it was like, just like a themed event but like oh like the bar puts it yeah, on. yeah like the bar okay, was putting okay, it on okay, okay, yeah gotcha, gotcha. so everybody was there so we walk into sports and it's literally like old people like townies they're oh. like the only people that yeah, are there and everybody's townies. like yes and we walk in and everybody's like oh my god it's dead and i was like i don't care like let's go <laughs> Hallie brings the energy anywhere, so you don't have to worry. If yeah, she's I was there, like, the I don't want to hear there. it. We're here. We're going to have a good time. So, and it was a good time. It was great. And that was pretty much it. That was, that was my birthday. It was great. Couldn't have asked for anything more. Some of my really good friends from Purdue surprised me. So that was great. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love a good surprise. And yeah, it was a great day. Honestly, I was like telling my friends like, Okay, yes, I do love the attention that the birthday brings to me. Like, that is so fun. But what, like, the reason I really like my birthday so much is because, like, all of my people are in one place. And they're, like, all together. And it's, like, I have so many different groups of people that, like, might not all know each other. But then, like, having everybody in one place like all together at once like just fills me with so much joy and so much love and like I know every year on my birthday like I get to see everybody at once and so that's why I just like look forward to it so much and like make it a big deal no I love that people want to celebrate other people honestly so I feel like yeah you've always done a good job of like 
yeah, it's my freaking birthday. Let's have a good time. Yeah, like what an excuse to all get together and have fun. And like, I wish I could have been. Sounded like a blast. Yeah, I went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, though, because now it's dead week, the week before finals. And I'm going to be living at the library and the union all week. So I did. I didn't open a single book or laptop this weekend. And now I'm paying for it. So that's why I look like this right now. If you're watching on video, (laughs) I apologize. I do look dead because it's dead week. So you pulled it together a little bit when you first turned the camera on. I literally was like, (laughs) Hallie, we got to fix this somehow. (laughs) Like you. My hair was in like the nastiest, rattiest bun. So at least I like pulled it down and like did a little finger comb action. Well, she texted me. She was like, I'm looking rough this week. Hair is in a bun, no makeup. I'm like, okay, so you look exactly how you looked last week. Which that was rude. (laughs) Because I did have a little makeup on last week. So couldn't tell through the camera. Okay. But speaking of festivities and birthdays and celebrations and presents, let's talk about Christmas because Christmas is right around the corner. And another thing about me is that I love the holidays. I love the festivities of all the lights going up and like hearing Christmas music. And I am curious, Kelsey, what is on your Christmas list? I did already buy your gift. So this isn't like going to help me. me. He was oh, he like, told you? You need to get Hallie something. I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know if I need to get her anything. <laughs> he was like, she already got you something, so you have to get her something. You I'm weren't like, going to oh. get me something? <laughs> I'm not even going to see you on Christmas. So I was like, oh, I don't okay. know what I'm doing. I was stressed. Okay, I'm going to get you. I already ordered. It's already on its way here. So okay, it's fine. <laughs> uh, what is on my Christmas list? I want a new pair of Birkenstocks. I want a Ooh, pair of what kind? Uh, I don't know. I like the I two strap ones. Probably, or? I wore my two strap ones to the like the sole is worn almost completely through. I've worn you still have the so same much. ones that you got in like yes, high school, my right? very first pair. Yeah, so <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. <sighs> I'd like a new pair of Birkenstocks. I want a pair of Hoka's. Um, What's the best kind of Hoka to get? I have no idea. I just want them to be my walking shoes. I feel like a lot of people have the Cliftons. I feel like that's yeah. Like the I feel main like I've one. heard of that. I don't know. That's all I can think of right now. I think I have a few other things, but I can't remember off the top of my head. What's on yours? I would really like some workout sets, like oh, yeah, matching same. workout sets. I That's like really on my wish list right now. Like if I'm probably just going to end up buying some for myself. Hallie is low-key wanting to talk about this so that if her boyfriend listens to this podcast, he hears. No, he already has my present. And he doesn't <laughs> listen he doesn't listen no I'm just talking about it though because I feel like it's fun like I feel like people might be listening that are like oh my gosh like I need to get like a present for my friend I have no idea what to get her like it's good to hear like I always love knowing like what people want because then it gives me ideas you know we will get to our travel content eventually yeah this is just I love talking about Christmas (laughs) um yeah workout sets athleisure can't go wrong with that another thing is like nice quality jewelry that doesn't Mm -hmm. tarnish Mm -hmm. oh digital camera I really want a digital camera oh my god they're so good to have like the quality of the photo is so good especially when you're in like dark 
environments, the flash is so good and it makes the photos look like they were professionally taken. I just cannot believe people are wanting digital cameras after every single new iPhone update is like our camera's so much better, our camera's so much better. And I then know, people but it's are something going about just time. like the look of it. It looks retro, it looks nostalgic. And so That's what the Hooji app is for. No, it doesn't do the same thing. It doesn't. No, I know what you're talking about. It's just But also me. knowing me, like having one extra thing in my purse is like right. not good. Yeah. So I did have the cutest pink digital camera when I was in middle school. I remember it was that. Oh so cute. It makes me so mad we got rid of those. Like I'm pretty sure we just like gave them away because we I think never used broke them. Because I used that thing really until it died, yeah. Okay. I think that wraps up our Christmas list then. Okay. Um, yeah. Hopefully that inspired you guys, maybe gave you a couple ideas. I feel like low-key Christmas shopping is like, I feel like most people maybe are done, but maybe not. Okay. Well, we do have a great episode ahead for all about Lucerne, Switzerland. So I promise we will get into that content. But I did want to bring up one thing. So last week's episode was our Q&A episode. If you missed that, go back and listen to that. We had some fun little questions that we answered. But so Hallie and I were texting our mom because we were talking about this one photo from our Arizona trip of Hallie and our brother Dylan like frolicking through the grass and how that was just such like a core memory. So Hallie and I were texting mom like, can you find this picture? And so then she just starts going through all of our old photo albums and just sending these Which pictures of golden. us. Oh, they're so funny. But it's if you great, don't cause... know what we looked like as kids, me, Kelsey and our brother Dylan, like we came from humble beginnings, okay? <laughs> Puberty did really good things for us. So yeah. <laughs> so we're, this is 2008. So I'm 12, Hallie's six, and Dylan's 14. And it's just like peak awkwardness yeah. of all of us. <laughs> and so mom's just sending us all these photos of us at this age and just roasting us. Like I screenshotted this because she sends one of all three of us. And she goes, why I let you out in public looking like this is beyond me. <laughs> just look, Which is like Loki a roast for her too because she had to like walk around with all of us looking like that. But so. I feel like as a parent and I feel like mom was definitely like this one. She just didn't have the energy. She's trying to keep three kids in line. And yeah. so she's not about to like fight with what we look like. But also, it's, like, just kind of funny. Like, you know, when your kids just look so dorky, you just got to kind of laugh about it. So I'm sure that we kept them entertained by how odd we were. Oh, but we were so strange. Oh like, my gosh. every time we go back and watch, like, our old home videos, it just, like, is so entertaining. We were yeah. so interesting. We, yeah, but we got some gold content that mom was just shooting our way, and it reminded me of a lot of things that I forgot about that were just hilarious. Are we ready to get into the actual topic of this episode? Yes, I think so. Okay, perfect. Let's get into today's episode on Lucerne, Switzerland. Okay, so we did have one listener question this week, and it was, they said, when in Italy, we had, so this question came from somebody that 
has been to Italy in the past. And they said, when in Italy, we had a policy of gelato every day. Did you have a Swiss cheese every day policy while in Switzerland? I love that because when we, I was in Italy as well. We had a policy of like gelato after every meal. So oh. you'd get like gelato three times a day. So that's absolutely. Okay. So yeah, what I'll say about the Swiss cheese every day is you, I mean, you don't even have to like try to do that there. If you're trying to eat like authentic Swiss food, you're going to have cheese in every meal. That's just like how they do their meals. Sounds amazing. Yeah, it was great. So Lucerne was the first place when we like went to Switzerland. This was the first place that we went that we were all about like, okay, let's do all of the authentic Swiss foods. We were so excited. And so, of course, what do you think of when you go to Switzerland and you're talking about their cheese? Fondue. You can't not have fondue when you're there. Oh so we went to this great fondue place. I, I, you have to go there hungry, which we went. It was my birthday when we went there. And so this is, we had flown in. We had spent a whole long day traveling. And so we go to this fondue place. We get there at like 8 p.m. So we were hungry, but it was 118 Swiss francs for two people, like total for two people to have a full cheese fondue, full meat fondue, and chocolate fondue. And the first, first before any of that came out, it was a salad, like this huge salad. And then you had the cheese with the bread and the potatoes and the vegetables. And then you had the meat come out with the broth. What is the conversion of 118? Oh, it's basically like the same. It's basically like $120 basically Okay, for all of this. And it was so much food. We were so full that we literally like (laughs) said, don't bring out the dessert. Like we actually cannot eat it, which you know me, Hallie, you know me. I like cannot Always room for dessert. Oh, always. But truly we were like stuffed to the brim. Oh my gosh. So it was so sad. So I actually never, I didn't have chocolate fondue when I was in Switzerland because it's not like, that's a little bit more, that's like a little bit less like traditional Swiss to do the chocolate. So not every place has a chocolate fondue. You can go anywhere pretty much and get cheese fondue, but the dessert fondue is a little bit harder to come by. But this place was called Fondue House DuPont, which our Airbnb host actually recommended to us. So it was so good. You get so, I mean, I feel like that's such a good deal. I mean, if you are staying at a place where you can like take your leftovers home, like box it up and take it back and, you know, put it in a fridge or something, definitely, definitely do that because you would have so much leftover. Yeah. That sounds so good. It was, yeah, it was, it was delicious. And something that we learned is that when you're drinking or when you're eating cheese fondue, a traditional, like authentic Swiss fondue pairs with white wine only and pretty much or tea, but pretty much no other drinks because they think that the high acidity and white wine cuts through the fat in the the high fat, fat content in cheese or else it'll like ball up in your stomach and make it harder to digest. So interesting. they'll like scoff at you if you drink anything else other than white wine or or hot tea with your fondue. So okay. if you want to look like local, make sure you order that. Well, that sounds great to me because I really only like white wine. So yeah, any excuse to have white wine. And then something else about cheese, which I didn't know this until I was like looking into stuff when we were preparing for this episode. But 
Lucerne actually has a cheese festival every October, which I think it would be so fun. We're basically just a bunch of mark. It's a big market for cheese where they sell all these different types of cheese. And then they also have like cheese making classes and you just like learn oh my about gosh, all the I cheese. I would love that. I know. It sounds so fun. And it's just like this huge festival that they have right in the sunny city center of Lucerne, which would be so fun. Yeah. It makes me think about the question that we got in the podcast last week about like, what's the best time of year to travel? And I feel like the fun thing about like traveling at random times of year kind of is like, the things like that that are yeah. like specific to each place and so like obviously you're gonna do research if you're like planning a trip but like there's probably some like unique thing that each place has to offer like depending on which time of year you're going so like something like that where it's like yeah October is kind of a random time to go but then you can do something fun like that and it's like yeah. so unique so right exactly and I feel like that's not something that's super well known like that's not going to attract a ton of tourists so right. it's probably like a lot of locals just having fun doing their little cheese festival yeah that'd be so cool yeah that'd be so fun okay what other good food did you have while you went, were in Lucerne Okay, two other things that I'll mention that we had. We had pork schnitzel. Um, so schnitzel's like either <laughs> they can do like chicken or pork, but it's basically like pounded meat to be really, really thin and then breaded. And okay. it was so good. And then roasty, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's basically it's really similar to hash browns. It's basically cooked shredded potatoes, and then they'll serve it with a bunch of cheese, bacon, egg on top, but it's served as like a dinner dish even though it sounds like an American breakfast and okay that was super super good so yeah we had the schnitzel and the roasty after uh, a hike that we'll talk about later and that just really hit the spot just the good like hearty Swiss meal yeah. was so good for after those long hikes <laughs> you'll do that sounds really good okay what were some other like activities or things to do that you would recommend for Lucerne so Lucerne is pretty centrally located in Switzerland. So if you fly into Zurich, I feel like Lucerne's a really easy place to get to. And I loved it. I feel like we didn't spend a whole lot of time in Zurich. We just flew into there. But Zurich's just like a big city. And Lucerne, I felt like it is. It's very, I think it's like the most like populous city. So there's a lot of people that live there. But it feels super, super quaint because their downtown, their main city center is kind of an old town vibe. So okay. it feels charming and, and old and historic. I love that. And yeah. And there's a river that runs through. I mean, it's on the western side of Lake Lucerne. But then there's a little river that comes off of Lake Lucerne that goes right through the middle of the downtown city center. So okay. honestly, just walking around downtown or sitting by the river is just gorgeous. It's so pretty. They have a bunch of little bridges that cross the river. And there's one that's really well known called the Chapel Bridge. And if you walk, it's the oldest covered wooden bridge in Europe. I don't know why that's such a claim to fame. But <laughs> really, it's cool because if you walk under the bridge, there's art there's paintings on the inside of this bridge that are hanging on the inside. Okay. And so you can walk all across the river and it's basically like a little art museum just outside. That's so cool. Yeah. And then there's a little chapel in the middle of the bridge and just looking at it from the outside, not even when you're in the bridge, it's very 
picturesque. And when we were there, it was lined with flowers and it's just, yeah, it's really pretty. So that's where that fondue house was. It was kind of right in the main city center, but it's like a block back. There's a couple fondue places that are right on the river, but we walked by those and they did not look like they got as much food and it just didn't look as good as the one we went to, which is in the back. Not as good of a view or anything like that, but the food, I promise, was so good. So I was glad we had that recommendation from our Airbnb and it was called Fondue House DuPont. I said that, but I'll put the name of it in the podcast description as well. Okay. So yeah, that was kind of like the downtown Lucerne area. Super, super cute. But we actually didn't stay there. Where we stayed was a little bit further out of the main town, which I'll talk about. But the reason we stayed a little bit further out was because there was this hike that I really, really, really wanted to do. And it was on the total opposite side of the lake. So we kind of stayed in between the where this hike was and the downtown Lucerne area. Our Airbnb was in the middle. Okay. And so Hallie talked about last episode how to trip plan and know what you want to do when you go certain places. And she mentioned like social media has a lot of good hidden gems. And that's where I found this hike actually. It's called Stew's Ridge Hike. It's basically two mountain peaks and you're hiking the ridge between the two peaks. So it's not like you're hiking up a mountain. You take a chairlift up to the top of one edge of the mountain and you're walking across the ridge to the other peak. Oh, cool. But it is the – this was my – if you ask me what my favorite thing I did in all of Switzerland, it was this hike. Oh, my gosh. It was the most beautiful views I've ever seen. And this was the first hike we did in Switzerland. So I was just like – this country is unbelievable. I could not even wrap my head around how beautiful this was. The whole time when you're walking from the one ridge to the other or from the one peak to the other, you're just looking at Lake Lucerne. And if you've seen pictures of the lakes in Switzerland, I think we talked about this on the Interlochen episode, how blue they are because it's glacier ice that melts. So it's just the colors are just, it just looks fake. I just can't even describe how blue, turquoise blue, those waters are. And the cool thing about this hike, too, is it's not like – it's definitely – it's not just like a straight across hike. You definitely need to wear your hiking boots and things like that, but it's not super strenuous because it's – the elevation gain isn't huge. So you can really, like, enjoy the view the whole time. Yeah, that's so so nice. That sounds so fun. Yeah, it was – Yeah, I and that's something that like if you look like things to do in Lucerne because Lucerne is the closest big city to this where this hike is. If you would Google things to do in Lucerne, this will not come up because there's like a couple because it's not technically in Lucerne. It's in it's between two little mountain towns. So a perfect little hidden gem. Yes, it is so fun. It took us about two hours to do the hike from point to point, but make sure you give yourself plenty of time to really enjoy the post hike time because where you end, there's a little restaurant where you can get a beer or you can get food too, but we just got a beer and it's just overlooking Lake Lucerne. And that moment, I mean, that hike was my favorite moment. 
or like my favorite thing we did in Switzerland. But that moment finishing that hike, sitting up there drinking this lager, which was like the best beer I've ever had (laughs) and with this most beautiful view. And oh, it was just it was the most perfect day. And yeah, I wish one of those like moments where you just like are taking in the surroundings and being like, wow, this is unreal. Like, yeah, I know exactly was, the feeling that you're talking about because that's how I felt when I was in Como and we were like yes. on that beach, on like jumping off the dock and like yes. all the mountains in the background. Like that is such like a specific feeling that like when you're in such a surreal place, it just like overwhelms you and like takes over you. And so like I know what you're what you're saying. And that feeling is so special that it sometimes I'm like. I I never want to get numb to that. So I think about, you know, talking about, oh, if I lived somewhere that was so beautiful or like I would love to live here and stuff like, but then I don't want to ever take that for granted, you know? Yeah. And it's like that taxi driver that picked us up and had lived there his entire life. And he was like, oh, it's so funny that you guys come here and think it's so beautiful. Like it's, this is what I see every day. And it like was just crazy. I'm like, wow, I cannot believe you can possibly take such a beautiful place for granted but it's like when you see it every day how can you not you know I know so yeah so that's so maybe that's the beauty about living in a place like Indiana so then everywhere else the Midwest allows you to appreciate beauty elsewhere because you're never surrounded yeah we won't get jaded we'll always be like this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen yeah (laughs) yeah So so yeah that was great and then Another core memory from this like hike. So you do the point to point ridge hike and then you come down to the town of Stu's. That's where we ate dinner. That's where we had the schnitzel and the roasty. And Mm -hmm. that also, that town is so cute too because again, it's a no car town. We had to take a funicular up to this town and we're sitting there on the like outdoor balcony eating our dinner. And I'm looking down at this like valley town after we had just done this most beautiful hike. And you see the cows wandering through the Swiss pastures. And then you hear one of those, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It's like an alpine horn or a Swiss horn where it's this long thing. Yeah. Super, super long. Yeah. So they're and they're like blowing this horn and then the cowbells are ringing and I'm just eating my is that how the cows like know to come back to the farm or like what (laughs) I don't know what the horn was probably like in the like olden days maybe that was used to like call the cows back but I don't know what that I couldn't see where that was coming from but I just knew that that's what it was doing that's what it was but that also is like a core memory where I was like I'm in Switzerland because this is our first like real day yeah. that we had spent in Switzerland. And I was like, this, I will never forget that. The grass was so green. The sky was so blue. I'm eating this delicious Swiss food, hearing the cowbells. Like that's, it was just so magical. Can you tell I love Switzerland? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to go so bad. I mean, so I've said this before. Switzerland has always been like top of my list to go. So hearing yeah. you talk about it, I'm just like, uh, so jealous. Okay, what about recommendations on where to stay? Okay, yeah. So like I mentioned, we stayed kind of outside of – like Lucerne was the closest big city that we stayed 
near, but we actually stayed in a yurt. So it was like a circular oh, cool. like tent thing. And it was in the Swiss countryside on Lake Lucerne. And because I wanted to stay somewhere where we had good views. Like if we stayed in the city, I didn't want it to just be like a normal city. I wanted to stay in the Swiss countryside and really get that full experience. Yeah. So we literally stayed on a farm. Like this woman had cows and our yurt was next to like the cow barn. And oh my so God. we would fall asleep to the cows bells ringing and them like mooing and walking around and but the and it was on this lady's farm and so every morning she would make us this farm fresh breakfast so she'd have it ready to go for us we'd just walk up to her little restaurant and we'd sit outside and that's unreal have this platter of fresh meat and cheese and muesli which is like an oatmeal yogurt type thing with fruit and like I said this was on Lake Lucerne too so we had the lake and the mountains in the background and it was just the most beautiful thing so that was super fun I would say if you don't want to if you're used to staying in hotels this is not probably what you want to do we were right next to the cow barn so you could definitely smell a little manure smell you know okay okay and you're in a yurt so the bathroom was like separate from like our little room but we had electricity we had a fridge in there and and you're like getting something different you're getting such a unique experience so it might not be like as glamorous so if that's like what you know you need okay don't do that but if you're looking for something unique and fun and Definitely something you could never do in the U.S. or probably a lot of like other countries in the world. Then, right. And go in this little it. town, there was no tourists. We were the only ones because there was like no other Airbnbs for miles. We had to walk like a half mile to like the bus stop and to the nearest like restaurant or grocery store. And so it was like we were truly living with the locals, which is like what I want. I want to experience that at least somewhere in each country so we like started in the yurt and then we the next place we went in switzerland when we stayed in interlaken was in like a normal airbnb situation and then we finally ended in geneva where we stayed in a hotel so okay i felt like i wanted to at least like do it for a little bit we stayed there for a couple nights like two or three nights which i felt like was probably like the maximum of what i would want to do but it was so fun and our airbnb host was so nice That's so cool. I'll link our Airbnb for sure. Even just having like the homemade breakfast for me in the morning, that would like literally sell me. Okay. Was there anything that you feel like you missed out on that you like wish you would have done while you were in Lucerne or like if you could have gone back and done it differently, you would do something different? Yeah. So our Airbnb host, she recommended that we go swimming in Lake Lucerne, which we were going to, but we just kind of ran out of time because the day we did the hike just took longer than we thought. This is why we made sure when we went to Interlaken, we swam in that lake. And so I'm super happy we did that. But Lake Lucerne is enormous. It is so big and the water just looks so perfect, perfectly blue that that would have been really fun to be able to just go do that. And then there's a couple other hikes that you could do that are closer to the city center of Lucerne, Mount Rigi or Pilatus. Those are two that I had put on my list that if we had time, I would have liked to have done those. And then something else, which we ended up paragliding in Interlaken, but 
when we did that hike up in Stews Ridge, there was a ton of paragliders up there that were oh, so cool. going over Lake Lucerne, which would have been absolutely gorgeous. So if you're maybe not going to Interlaken, but are going to Lucerne, then paragliding there would have been really cool. Okay. What about the transportation system in Lucerne? Is it like similar to Interlaken? Is it mostly trains or are there places... You said there's like a couple places you can't drive. So how does that all work? Yep. So I kind of wanted to talk about this in the interlocking episode, but I don't think I had time. So I think I probably just mentioned that there's tons of trains and then some, a lot of these little mountain towns, you have to take like a funicular or a chairlift up. And the best way to do this is just download this app, which I'll put this information in the podcast description, but it's called SBB. And it's just a mobile app that you plug in the start of where you're at and where you want to go. And then it tells you exactly what tickets you need to buy. And you can just buy it all on the app. And it's so convenient. And we, when we were at the Zurich airport and we were trying to figure out how to get to our Airbnb, it was a little bit hectic. We had no idea what we were supposed to do. And so we finally found someone and they told, told us what to do and how to do that. And I was like, how did I not see this anywhere in my research of like, how to get around Switzerland. I never saw anything about this app and it was the most easy thing ever. So that's so nice. Just download that ahead of time, have it in there, like put your credit card in there so that you literally just like click your routes that you need to go and it'll tell you exactly what to do and how to do it. The thing I will say is they, nobody's really checking tickets. So you buy it on your phone, but on some of these trains, it's really busy. There's a ton of people coming on this train and getting off at random times like they don't have enough time to check everyone's ticket so take that for what it is that's like all trains though because that's how it was in Italy too and like in Spain like they're not always going to check your ticket but if they do check your ticket right it's like a huge fine if yeah you in Switzerland ticket, it was so. a 90 dollar franc Swiss franc fine which is yeah like 95 to 100 dollars fine if you're traveling without a ticket and they can tell if the train has taken off they can tell when you've bought the ticket so like you can see the people coming down the train checking and if you buy it then they can see exactly when you bought your ticket so then they're like you need to buy your ticket before the train starts moving and so just be careful with that don't like take that for granted yeah I would not recommend trying to get away with it like there there were a lot of times and it is frustrating when it's like you buy a ticket and then and sometimes those tickets can be expensive too Mm -hmm. and then it's like not a single person even checks your ticket and you're like okay wow like I totally could have gotten away with that but it's like not worth the risk because it's like a big deal if you get caught without a ticket so Something that we did that can be helpful is we bought what's called a half fare card. So it was a certain amount of money to buy this ticket. And then all of your other tickets that you buy after that are 50% off or half the price. So I tried to do some math beforehand to see if that would be worth it. We ended up being really, really close where I think actually it would have made more sense for us to not have done that. It just depends on how many trains and chairlifts and things you're taking, but that's definitely an option depending on how much you're actually using the public transport system. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like I said, it's pretty easy to use. I will say just trust the app, that SBB app, because we 
were like looking, we were in Lucerne trying to get back to our Airbnb and we were looking at the train station on like the the board basically saying like where the trains were going and the board said this was the train we needed to be on but our app said it was in a different lane and so we were standing in this lane trusting the boards for so long and we were really really thirsty and so we're like okay we need to get water but I think this train's coming soon so let's like hurry and go get water from this grocery store really quick I think we have time and so we like are trying to do the self-checkout because we thought that would be quicker. And of course, everything's in German. Oh. And I'm like, I thought we would still be fine. Like, I can figure it out. German can't be that hard of a language. Because I'm so used to like, so we know Spanish. Like, Hallie and I know Spanish. And Spanish is one of the Romance languages. So it's really similar to Italian and French and, and other places that like are, have like Roman roots. And so there, there's all some similarities there where you can kind of figure out most things. And it's a self-checkout. You're just trying to like look for the credit card icon and click that, whatever. German is so different and we could not figure it out. And so finally we figure out how to pay for our waters and we're trying to like run out to catch this train. And these other people in the self-checkout lane next to us were also like, oh, can you help us? Like, how did you just do that? And we're like, we're trying to we're about to miss our train like we gotta go and we thought this was the last train of the night too so we were like extra stressed because we're like we don't want to get stranded here and so then we help them really quick and we run out and we're like okay the time has come and gone and the train is still not here so we're like okay let's look at the app again and so we like refreshed the app and it came up with a whole new list of trains so it just it'll only show you a certain amount of of trains that are at a certain time like close to when you are but if you just wait later and refresh it it'll give you new trains so we were like oh okay there's trains that go through like midnight oh and so we're like okay I think we need to trust the app because these boards don't seem to be accurate so we went right across to the other lane and the train was there ready to go and we got on it and we oh that's weird so get this app it is the answer to all your public transportation problems in Switzerland and yeah, it's super, super easy. So this was all, again, this was the very first place we went in Switzerland. So we were all still trying to like figure it out. But. Yeah. The transportation stuff is just so stressful because it's so different everywhere you go. There's different apps to use in each place. So it's nice to know that that is a trustworthy app and that it mm-hmm. works because yes. I wish when I was traveling, I had more information about that because that was like t- definitely the most stressful part for me. But yeah. Okay. Something to know. else though about the – so I think I mentioned this before. The trains on Swiss, at, in Switzerland were so clean and there was no garbage. And, you know, like you see like the public transport in New York, there's like that Instagram account of like crazy things on the New York subway or something. And it's literally like videos of a rat like eating out of a man's mouth like asleep on the subway and just oh. like gross things. And – I would never, you would never see that in Switzerland. I mean, everything was just so pristine and clean. And oh my God. It's just like a hard contrast. <laughs> like, yeah, nothing like that would happen. But it was interesting because I'm, you know, we're, so we get there on a weekend. So the first couple trains that we rode, it was just other people doing their weekend things. But the first one we rode on a Monday morning, we were like with other people that were commuting into work on this public train. And I was like, oh, wow, like 
this is their morning commute, just like riding this peaceful little train through the mountains and alongside rivers. And I'm like, you know, we talked about last episode, how, what did I miss from home when I'm traveling? And I said, like being able to just hop in my car and go wherever I need to go. And so then as I'm like reminiscing on this like morning commute that we saw people doing in Switzerland, I was like, would I like that though? Because it was beautiful and you could just sit and just like enjoy the views. But there's something about my commute to work is like 15 minutes, but it's like my me time. You know, I can listen to my podcasts. I can listen to my music or sometimes if I just like had a crazy day and I need to just like sit in silence on my way home, I can do that. And these people are with tourists stumbling through with their suitcases and just like having to deal with people and so I'm like well it would be nice if we had like more public transportation like our public transportation in the U.S. is like I said in New York like that's what I think of when I think of public transport it's not gonna be like it is in Switzerland so I don't know I think I still might take my my morning commute Yeah, it is interesting to talk about because people say that all the time, like, oh, like the public transportation in the U.S., like there's just like no infrastructure for it. Like we just don't have like, yes, in the big cities like New York, Chicago, whatever. But it would be so nice to have like more of a public transportation system like everywhere. Mm -hmm. But also on the flip side of that, we have so many conveniences of these like big wide roads that you can just like drive from place to place. Like, especially if you don't live in a big city, like relatively quickly, relatively easily that like a lot of these countries that have, that rely so much on public transportation, it's because they don't have like good roads everywhere to get from place to place. So it's like, I don't know. It can definitely go both ways. That's an interesting point. Okay. Is there anything else that you have to talk about? about Lucerne anything we missed haven't covered yet the only other thing I wanted to mention talking about the differences of how like clean things are there well this isn't really cleanliness but all the public bathroom stalls in Switzerland in general for some reason I was like so amazed and just thankful for this there was no gaps in the bathroom doors. Like, you know, yeah. how when you go into a public bathroom and there's always like an inch wide gap that you can sit on the toilet and see the person in the mirror <laughs> washing their hands and you're just like, yes. what can I do about this? Every single public bathroom I went had like a door with like a handle and it like latched like a normal like heavy duty door that you were like fully enclosed in your stall. And I was That's like, so nice. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Let's just invest a little bit more money in heavy-duty doors for our bathrooms, please. I was just so impressed with that. That's, like, interesting. I'm, like, so used to that that I, like, don't really think about it when that does happen. But it clearly bothers you, so. I'm just, like, come on. How difficult is it to get even the stall? I'm, like, just match them. I don't know. I'm, like, come on, Okay, well, at least you don't have the problem of when you stand up, you can literally see the people washing their hands above the door. (laughs) That's worse. I don't have that problem. Yeah, I, like, make eye contact as my eyes are, like, above the door in the mirror with, like, somebody that's washing their hands. But see, in Switzerland, they were, like, fully you're like fully enclosed in your little box no I like know bathrooms like that like that is very nice 
But, you know, I had to pay my dues because our high school cross-country locker room bathrooms didn't have doors on the stalls at all. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what I had to get used that to as a little so freshman. Funny. So afraid. I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom now and just no doors on the stall. So it's probably illegal now. Those don't yeah, exist anymore. Seriously. Well, there's a reason that locker room got completely demolished. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. They had to destroy the evidence. <laughs> that's so funny. But okay. Yeah. I think that's all for Lucerne. So hopefully I did it justice because it's such a beautiful place. And if you guys I can't wait to see the, the pictures. Chance, yeah. Oh, it's just breathtaking. And if you have been following on our Instagram stories, we posted a few days ago asking for requests of places that you guys want to hear about. And we got a couple requests. So we're actually going to rearrange our schedule for next week's episode. And we're going to take the request. So we really do listen to you guys. If you really do want to hear something, let us know and we will accommodate and we will change up our schedule for you so yeah I'm this is a little excited. bit lower down on our list we were going to do it eventually but just not yet but the people want to hear what they want to hear so we will accommodate and it's going to be good I'm very excited about it so <laughs> stay tuned for our announcement about what next week's episode is going to be because it's going to be good I can't wait I can't wait either so all right, perfect. Well, thank you guys if you've listened this far. Thanks for letting us blab a little bit about our personal lives there at the beginning and sprinkle a little bit of travel content in there as well. We love our listeners. Thanks for always coming back week after week. And we take your feedback to heart. So let us know what you want to hear, what we can do different. Leave us a review. Give us a follow. Check us out on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram at loveittherepod. We will love you forever. Yes, we will. Okay, we will see you next Thursday. Bye.